and um, let's let's take a moment to pray, and we'll jump in. We'll jump in. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for all that you're doing and all you've been speaking to us and unveiling to us and revealing to us. And even this morning here, just in worship, we can feel your presence. We know that you're at work. I know that you are here in this building, in this room right now. You remind us, God, that where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are. So as you are actively here right now, I pray, God, that you would begin to speak and touch and heal and restore and open our minds. Give us clarity. Give us understanding of your word. We, we know because your word tells us that understanding of your word comes from you. And so just give us understanding, Lord. Help us to see what you're trying to say, what you're trying to do. Give us, give us the wisdom of it, Father. And I thank you because what you're going to do today is special, Father. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. <clears throat> to get started... I'm going to say with this, so on Father's Day, my family and I, along with the missions team, we left for the San Francisco airport. Now, on that day, it was Father's Day. It was a Sunday, and so we were here at church. We, we had our, our three services, and then after that, I went to go spend some time with my dad. And then after that, we went home, and, you know, we were finishing up some last-minute packing. And, and my wife and my kids had also prepared some, some gifts for me. And, and those moments are always fun and special. You know, it's, it's the little handwritten card. It's the... It, it, it's just the, the whatever they drew and painted and created, or it's it's the gift, you know. It's 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 unwrapping. It's it's wondering like, hey, what did they get me? Did they get me something, you know, that I'm gonna like? What what's what's there, you know? It's just the what's the moment gonna be like? And I but I always enjoy. I, I enjoy those moments. There, I, I love them. Well, and just in the excitement of the day and, and everything that I had to get done and we had to finish some last-minute packing and head out to the airport as, as soon as we could, I, I left all of the, what they had prepared for me. I kind of just left it out in the house, and so um, I had forgotten about it. And so when I came home three weeks later, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, my goodness, and it brought back this excitement and this joy. It took me to this special place. Because I like gifts. I don't know. Do you like gifts? I, I, I like gifts. I enjoy gifts. Uh, receiving gifts is one of my love languages. And at the beginning of the series, we said that for the most part, we, we pretty much all like gifts, right? We like the idea that somebody was thinking about us, right? We, 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 like, the, we, we, we like getting something new, right? We, we like the idea of unwrapping something that someone thought would be perfect, for us, right? As they took their time, as they planned, and they said, they're going to love it, right? We, we like that idea that someone would think of us in that way. You know something about God? God's a giver. God is a giver. And in fact, the Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16, for this is how God loved the world. He gave. He gave. He gave who he is he gave he he gave he gave the greatest gift the gift of his son now as he gives this gift let me get let me get a, a gift let me, let me get the closest gift this idea was you can put the other ones there, just up here to the side. But Which one is yours? Huh. He gave a gift. 
And the greatest of these gifts is the gift of his son. And he places the gifts on the table. Not everyone picks up the gifts. Not everyone finds value in this gift. Some people are like, God, church, Jesus, Bible? <laughs> Not me. And, and, and he gave. The gift is there. It's available. You can pick it up. You can receive it. You can walk with the. You, it's there. The gift is there. He gave a gift, but not everyone finds value in this gift. Some people are like, no, I don't know. But he gave a gift, and the greatest of this gift is his son. And as you walk in him, and hear me now. As you walk in the Lord, what you come to understand is that the gift of his son is the greatest gift, but it's not the only gift. You come to understand that your heavenly father will love you in such a way that he has more gifts that he wants to give you. He has, there are other things that he, he, he wants to bless you with. There are other things that he wants to release. There's other things that he's going to put on the table and you can receive it or it just stays there. In fact, the Bible says this in James chapter 1, verse 17. It says this, that whatever is good, someone say good. Whatever is perfect, someone say perfect, is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens, right? The stars, the sun, the moon. He created, designed it all. He said, here you go. And he released it to us. It says this, he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. What does that mean? It means that this is who God is and he don't change. He, he, certainly, he suddenly doesn't have a personality change and become someone else or, 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 or walk in to, 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 to do something. He, he is who he is. Now, can someone say good gift? Can someone say perfect gift? You see, it's a perfect gift because the giver knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly how when it is matched with you, you'll do great things with it. And here's the thing. He also created you. You are also a gift to the world. And he has something perfect for you that when it is matched with you, you'll do great things that bring him glory. See, most of the time people, people, people kind of just stay at the, at the minimum with the Lord. And they receive the gift of his son because he gave and they'll just stay right there. And I get it. That's where a lot of churches stop. They're right there. They just keep it in the shallow water. They'll, they'll just they'll stay right there. The gift of the son. Okay, technically, I crossed the line. So I'm a Christian. I walk with the Lord. And yeah, my prayer. But, but there's more that he wants to give you. There's more that he wants to unleash in your life. There's more that he wants to give you. There's more that he wants to work in you in such a way as he refines and works out and, and develops. And as it will produce in you something that will bring him glory. Now, here's what I want us to understand, I guess a little further, a little deeper. There are gifts in this life that God will give you simply to enjoy. Simply to enjoy. And then there are gifts that God gives you to build his kingdom. Now, there's always someone that says, hey, I'll just take the gifts that we could just enjoy in this life. Can I just enjoy a little bit? But you know what I found? This is what I found. When I'm using the gift that he's given me to build his kingdom, that's when he blesses me with other gifts. When, when I use what he's given me to build his kingdom, not mine, his, 
that's when he gives me more. See, it's this relationship with God. This, this is what it's about. And when you get to know him, you get to walk in him, he doesn't stop giving you. He, he continues to work in you. He, he, he continues to take you deeper and show you more. He, he, he continues to release more in your life. We don't do things for the gift. So I better do this because if I do this, God will give me. God will give me. That's not how it works. See, serving him is a gift. There is peace and joy in serving God. And so what I'm telling you today is that there is a gift that God has that is perfectly matched for you. There is perfectly matched for who God created you to be. Now, some have yet to receive it. And some have already received it. Some need to fan it into flame because it's kind of died out. And, and some, some, some need to receive what God has for them. This is what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to read verses 1 through 11. It says this in verse 1 of chapter 12. Now about the gifts of the Spirit. You see the capital S there again. This is referring to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I don't want you to be uninformed, right? They, they, they could all know about it, but we don't know about it. I don't want you as a believer, and Paul is telling the church, God is telling the church, that you don't want you to be uninformed. You know what it means to be uninformed? Everybody knows, but you don't know. Everybody got the memo. Everyone got the message. Everyone else has the understanding, but you're uninformed. You haven't been told he says, I, I don't want you to be uninformed. Verse 2, you know that when you were pagans, right, outside of Christ, not walking with the Lord, somehow or other you were influenced and led astray to mute idols, right? You worshipped what was not God, right? You were, you were whatever your flesh wanted to do. Verse 3, therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. Or no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to also understand here this just a little bit deeper. He, he doesn't just mean lip service because anybody can say words. In so much of a deeper context, I want you to understand what he is saying here has everything to do by your life. See, you can say Jesus is Lord by your life. Does your life say Jesus is Lord? Does your life say that? Does everything about you say Jesus is Lord? That is evidence that the Holy Spirit has been working and producing in your life. The Holy Spirit has been, has been having his way, has had the freedom in your life. Verse 4, there are different kinds of gifts. Someone say different kinds of gifts. But the same Spirit. Someone say the same Spirit. Right, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit distributes them. Right, what does he do? Distributes them. See, he knows what he wants to give you. He's going to say, oh, you know what? This one is for you. This one is for you. He, 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 he knows. Right here. Okay. <laughs> but he, in his wisdom, will distribute to you what you need. Now, we're at the place where we can just keep it shallow or go further. 
and go deeper and understand what the Holy Spirit wants to do, what the Word of God teaches us. It says this, verse 5, there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Verse 7, now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. See, how the Holy Spirit will manifest in your life is the gift God has chosen to be perfect for your life. That's when you, his creation, operates in the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, his gift for you, and you'll do great things. Verse 8. To the one, there is given through a spirit, given through the spirit, the Holy Spirit. Here's the, here's the first gift, a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still to another, the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 says this. All these are the work of one and the same Holy Spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Just as he, in his wisdom, says, that's for you, my son. That's for you, my daughter. I made you perfect without blemish. I know you, I see you, and I have something perfectly for you. And he knows. And he wants to give. And he wants to distribute. These are the gifts of the Spirit. Yes, from our Creator, who created us and knows us exactly who we are and what we need and what is perfect. Now, do you see the gifts? I'm going to go through this list here a little bit more. The first one is the message of wisdom. God will give you in a situation, he'll deposit in you the wisdom, and you'll be able to see and to be able to understand what is taking place, and you'll be able to say, okay, this is what needs to happen. And it is a gift from God because everyone around you cannot figure out exactly, but God will deposit in you the wisdom. He'll give you the gift to be able to see the situation and know, what, discerning what God is doing, what God would like to happen, and it'll be wisdom for what will happen. You'll be able to look at the relationship. You'll be able to look at the situation at work. You'll be able to see what's happening in that, what's, what's happening there. And you'll, you'll have the wisdom to be able to see what is truth, what is light, what's dark, what's the lie. You'll be able to have the wisdom to be able to clearly see it. No, I, I, and you know, and it is from God. The second gift is a message of knowledge where God will give you a message. It's a message of knowledge, and I want you to know this is what God is telling you right now in this particular area, in this particular situation, or, or uh, you've received this dream, and I don't know what this dream is about. Did I eat something crazy? What was the pizza like? I don't know. I, uh, I tried this new spots, you know, and I, I had this crazy dream. But, uh, and sometimes it's not that. It's God is speaking to you. And all of a sudden, you'll have the ability to understand, and somebody says, hey, I had this dream, and you're like, wait, I want you to know that actually... That dream, this is what God is trying to tell you. 
this, this is what God is trying to reveal to you in your life. This is what God is, God is leading you to next, and he'll, he'll give you that, and you'll have that ability. Right? We see it in Scripture. You'll have this ability. The third gift is this, is the gift of faith. It's, it's, it's this gift of believing. It's believing at this level. Now, now you, you see Jesus, Jesus talks about, you know, if you'll just have enough faith, the faith of a mustard seed. And we think, man, a mustard seed is like, ooh, Jesus, I don't have that much faith. You say I can move mountains. How, uh, see, you're trying to use your ruler instead of God's. God, God will look at that, he says, but he will release to you. Now, we all need faith, and we all should desire a gift of faith, but God will give someone a gift of faith, and they'll believe. And God will move, and that faith will work in what they're doing, but that faith will also believe for what you need. And he'll release a gift of faith. The next gift is a gift of healing. Some of you today, God wants to release a gift of healing that when you lay hands on the sick, they will be healed. He's going to give it to you. It's yours. He knows what is perfectly matched for you. And you'll be able to lay hands just as we see in the Bible. People will be healed. Healing will take place. Now, God doesn't do this. He doesn't release this so that you can build your kingdom and so that you can become famous and it can become about you. It is never about us. It's about building his kingdom. And then God will give a gift of miraculous powers. You know, we see the, the one here on miraculous powers. We think about superheroes. Ooh, imagine me flying. That's not what it's talking about. But miracles will take place because God has given you a gift. And you'll be able to lay your hands or you'll be able to pray and have faith. And you'll be able to believe and miracles will take place around you. How could that have possibly have taught? See, 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 one of the things that the Bible teaches us is things are impossible for man, but not so with God. Nothing is impossible for him. And God will use you as he has deposited you a miraculous, a miraculous gift of power. And when you believe God for it, a miracle will take place. And God will do this in you, through you. He'll deposit it in you. You don't get to choose either what he gives you. He says, this is what is yours. This is what I'm trusting you. This is what has been perfectly made for you. And then he gives a gift of prophecy. To be able to hear the voice of God and to speak what he says. To hear him, hear him, cle clearly hear him. And you're going to come to the place, and I'm going to tell you this. Some of you will receive a gift to be able to speak prophetically. Things that have not yet happened, you will say them before they happen. And sometimes that's a difficult thing for people to understand because, well, well God, I've heard you. You're saying, what? You said what about what? God, I don't want to say that to nobody. <laughs> but you have to trust what he has spoken. Now, how do we know if somebody really has the gift of prophecy? Because what they say comes true. If it don't come true, they don't have the gift of, they don't have the gift of prophecy, y'all. If they just be saying stuff and they say stuff and it don't happen, they don't got that gift. <laughs> but God will gift somebody. God will say, this is yours. You will hear my voice. You will speak. It will take place because I have said it, says the Lord God Almighty. And he will release this gift. 
this is what his word is teaching us. Then he'll give a gift of being able to distinguish between spirits. Being able to tell something is from the Lord, something ain't from the Lord. That ain't from the Lord. You'll be able to clearly see. You'll be able to clearly discern. I know that's from the Lord. I know that's not. We've talked a little bit about it for the last couple of months, but really understanding the devil's biggest lie. Right, he wants to tempt us, do all these things, all these type of things, but his really, really, his big, his, his overall message is to get you to believe that he don't exist. That he's not really real. That because if he's not real, well, maybe God's not real. And if evil's not really real, well, good, and everything is just more. It's always up to you, however you feel, whatever is truth for you. But that's not how it works. Truth is truth. It's not your truth, my truth. No, you can't. Truth is just truth. And he wants you to get to believe, get you to believe that he don't exist. And so God will release to you a gift of being able to distinguish between spirits. Nah, that ain't from the Lord. I know it, I know it sounds nice. I know it looks nice. I know they're trying to say in Jesus' name, but that ain't from the Lord. That's not. And you will be able to distinguish. You will be able to discern. And then he gives a gift of speaking in different kinds of tongues. And the gathering will be, and we'll be here, and the Holy Spirit will move. He reminds us that we're two or three gathered right there. He is. Somebody will get up and start speaking in tongues. What is that? That's so weird. What, what's that about? No, it's a heavenly language. And God will give somebody, and then there will be somebody else that will interpret, and you will hear God's voice in our gathering in that way. God will give somebody the ability to do these things. Now, why give us these gifts? Why give us these gifts? Why does the Bible teach about this? Why is this here for us to understand? Listen, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 10, it says this. As each has received a gift, right? He's speaking to the church. Use it to serve one another. Right? This is the intention that God would move in our ability by saying, hey, this is yours. That's yours. This is what I have for you. This is what I have for you. This is what I want to do in you. I know perfectly who you are what I want to give you and how it will be used and how it will bring glory to my name. And it says, as good stewards of God's very grace. See, use what God has given you for his kingdom, not yours. And, and a lot of times people get this twisted. And, and the access to the internet and social media, there are all kinds of people out there that are trying to build their kingdom. Right, and, and, and let me, I got a couple of pictures here that I want to show you. And the first, it's, it's, it's like, okay, let me, let me, what is God giving me so I can come up? Here, here's, here's my come up. Right, and, and, and they get things so, so twisted. God doesn't deposit in you so that you can now separate yourself from everyone and be this. But this is why God deposits in you. This is why God gives you the second picture here that I want you to see so that you can build his kingdom. Imagine you just showing up to heaven all by yourself because technically, technically, I crossed the line. And I know where a lot of churches keep it very shallow waters. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to get into heaven. I mean, there's a technicality. I did step over. so, and, and they'll stay there their whole life. They'll stay there their whole journey with the Lord, right? They just, they just step right over. But there's so much more. There's so much more to growing 
to growing in his spirit to understand when you walk with the Lord, you're walking with his Holy Spirit. And there is so much. Imagine yourself, you, you show up to heaven, but you, hey, Jesus, guess what? I brought a, I brought the crew. I, I brought a whole, I, I brought a whole gang of people, Jesus. Here, look at here they come. Because God deposits in us so that we will build his kingdom. And so when we show up to heaven all by ourselves, see, when you do that, when you use what God has given you, what are you doing? I want to go back to that verse there in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. This is, this is, each has received a gift. Use it to serve one another as good stewards, as good stewards, to use well what God has trusted you with. He's not going to say, you know what, because we've heard this and taught this and talked about it but you're not going to hear good job good and faithful servants by 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 knowing christ and being selfish what what have you done with what god has given you have you even desired what god wants to give you he's not going to say good job good and faithful servant you yeah you knew me and but you were about you he's going to say good job good and faithful servant for being a good steward with what i've given you you desired more, and so I gave you more, and you used it well. Listen, I don't, I don't want to make this complicated. Just like I told you in the opening prayer, God is here. Where two or three gather in his name. That's why we've come. This service is about him. He's, he's here. His Holy Spirit is here. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, it tells us this. Follow the way of love. And eagerly desire, someone say eagerly desire, gifts of the Spirit, right? The gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is where we grow more. This is where we go deeper. This is where we go further. Eagerly desire gifts of the Holy Spirit. He tells them especially prophecy. There are gifts of the Holy Spirit. And he says eagerly desire them. You can stay on the shallow end or you can eagerly desire what the Holy Spirit wants to deposit in you. He tells the church, eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Now, there are the things that the flesh desires. Your flesh wants some things. And you're in a battle. And you're fighting those things. And you're, uh, you're, you're, you're beating your body into submission. You're, 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 you're doing those things as the Spirit of God wins in your life. But there are also things that God wants us to desire. Desire what God wants to give you. Would you be at that place today? Say, you know what? I walk with the Lord. That's it. But, but God, I understand that you have something else for me. That when it is perfectly matched with me. God, God, if there is more, then I want more. God, if there's something that you have, then God, I want it. I want to receive it. God, I, 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 I want more. I don't want to stay on the shallow end of the pool. God, I'm ready to go a little bit deeper. I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm ready to do some diving, God. I'm, really, I'm ready to go more. If you have more, I want more. He says, eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit. Church, do you desire? Do you want more? Do you want to stay on the shallow end of the pool? Do you just want to stay there with a the little kiddie pool? Well, it's nice here. Are you ready to go deeper? God, God, he has more for you. Jesus says, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will be my witnesses, he says. You'll be his witness. 
right? The Holy Spirit comes upon you, and God wants to build his kingdom, his kingdom. See, God wants to increase the capacity in which he uses you. He wants to increase the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life. He, 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 he wants to increase that in the form of a gift that God wants to use in your life. The, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit wants to. God wants to increase this manifestation in your life. Take you deeper. Church, are you ready? Do you want more? Do you desire? He says, eagerly desire more. Not for your come up, but to build God's kingdom. Are you ready? Desire the gifts of the Spirit. Some, some of you, you, you might feel like the Holy Spirit has manifested in your life. And God has given you a gift, but you haven't used it in a while. You know, life's happened. Stuff's happened. You know, yada, yada, yada. Stuff has happened. You, you did this or this mistake happened. And you feel like you've fallen away, but you've come back to the Lord. Amen. You're at a place of surrender with the Lord. Amen. Right? You're at a place where you say, you know what? I, I, I'm ready. And God has already deposited something. There was already something that God was already doing in your life. But, but the fire has burned out. That flame, it's not flaming anymore. It's not burning. It's not a bonfire anymore. The, 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 the flame has died out. You know what Paul tells young Timothy? He tells him this in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. He says, for this reason, and you have to understand, as Paul is a mentor to young Timothy, and Timothy's having a, young, a tough time in his life, and he's going through some things and feeling some type of way about the ministry and all kinds of things and how God will use him. And, and, and Paul tells him, he speaks life into him, and hear this for yourself today. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Right, to fan into flame, right? You've been at a campfire when, when, when the fire is dying out and you just got some coals left. You, it, you can let it die out or you can fan it into flame. Right? Get, get the fire burning again because God has already deposited in you. God has already released in you. It's just the fire is struggling and you need to get it going again. See, God, the, the, he's already laid. He's already released. It's already there. It's already deposited. It's already inside of you. It just needs to come alive again. You got to step in and begin to believe by faith. God... I know, and yes, I was in that season of my life, and yes, those mistakes, yes, those things happened, God, but I'm back in you. And, and I am not going to believe the lie of the devil that says that you, that you, you want to stop working in me, that you don't love me anymore, that what you used to do in me, you can't do it in me anymore. No, he wants to work in you. It's still there. It just got to be fanned. You got to blow it. You got to, you got to, you, you, you got to get to that place. Believe. Faith today. Faith today. I release it over you in Jesus' mighty name. That you will believe. You will believe that there are greater days because what God already did, he's not done doing or working in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. You begin to step out by faith. Speak out what God has for you. Begin to use again what God has given you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 11, verse 29, For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Do you understand the word irrevocable? 
the gifts that he has deposited inside, that's irrevocable. His calling over you. Well, somehow, but life happened, and I got hit this way, and I got hit this way, and I, I've been through all kinds of storms and situations. And I've went from feeling like a servant of the Lord to feeling like a mouse in the corner to feeling like I'm no good to anyone, I'm no good to myself. You have to understand that the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. The enemy cannot take it from you. He cannot. And God's not done in your life. I know someone needs to hear that today. God is not done. You are not thrown to the wayside. He's not done using you. He hasn't stopped loving you. He knows what happened. Oh, yeah, he knows. It's not like his eyes were closed, his ears were shut. He knows what happened, and he's patiently waiting. Today is your day. Allow healing to take place. Allow our Heavenly Father to reach out and to bring healing. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 11, If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So ask. Ask God for the manifestation of his spirit in your life. Ask him. Eagerly desire for a gift to be used to bring him glory. Ask him for a gift. Ask him. Ask him for the gift of his spirit, right? Maybe you ask him, he gives us the gift of his son. And then as you walk in him, you come to understand there's more, is deeper. Stay on the shallow end of the pool or go deeper and see and get to know. Let him unveil, let him reveal, let him show you what your eyes could not see before. But let him give you understanding today, understanding of what he can do, wants to do through your life. Maybe you'll come to a place of a prayer, God, give me whichever gift of your Holy Spirit that you know is perfect for me, God. Would you give me whatever gift of your Holy Spirit that you know is perfect for me, God. Heavenly Father, my creator, you created me. You know me. You know every mistake, every sin, every wrong thing I've done, said, thought. You forgive me for it all. Give me whatever gift you know is perfect for me that I might bring you glory. God, I do not want to stay at the shallow end of the pool anymore. I do not want the bare minimum anymore. God, I want more. Your word teaches us to eagerly desire, eagerly, eagerly desire the gifts of your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for that faith this morning in your house and that desire all across this room. And for those, Father, who have been in a situation where you've already deposited them, but the fire is burned out, I pray for revival in them. 
I pray, God, that you would fan the flame. That they would begin to blow on it. And the fire would begin to increase. It would begin to to manifest in such a way that it would bring you glory. So simply, church, desire and pursue the gifts of the Spirit.